This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Welcome to NASCAR America presented by Mobile One. Everybody, Carol Lamano and Parker Kligerman with you for 30 minutes only today. So let's get right to it, pull up the playoff leaderboard and see where things stand. If you were watching this past weekend, you know that Brad Keselowski is the only driver onto the round of 12 with a win. Big three in pretty good shape. And then at the bottom there, Parker, 13 through 16, We've got some drivers in trouble. What was your biggest takeaway from Las Vegas? Well, how unpredictable things can be. That's what's great about this sport so many times is how unpredictable it can be. And we saw that at Vegas with all the things that went wrong on that hot, slick racetrack. And we got a car that won that race that probably was not even maybe about the fifth fastest car in that race, won that race. That's what's so crazy about these playoffs. You know, the narrative this week has now been how crucial Richmond is going to be. It is not a cutoff race. However, it is followed by perhaps the biggest playoff wild card right now, and that, of course, is the Charlotte Roval. As much carnage as we've seen here, this looks more like a short track race than what we would see in Richmond. Oh, I think Richmond will certainly be dramatic. I can say it's going to be even more wild just because knowing what the next week is. You don't want to have to go in depending on the road. I can promise you that. Brad Keselowski wins the first race of the Monster Energy Cup Series playoffs. Any driver not locked in going to the roll should be very, very concerned. There's some places where we've struggled at a little bit. Uh, Richmond comes to mind. Hopefully we can uh, have a good run there and set ourselves up for the Roval uh, to where we don't have to make a desperation move for them. No, Richmond is going to be fine. Richmond's going to be good stages for us and a win. That way when we go to the Roval, we don't have to worry about you asking me about the pressure of the Roval. I'm going to say there is no pressure. All we got to do is go out there and ride around this little track, get us a finish, and we're going on to the next round. That is what I'm going to do at Richmond. So if you're playing um, NASCAR Fantasy with us, just go ahead and pencil Clint Boyer <laughs> in for a win, win. Yeah, great for win this weekend. weekend. He promised it. It's definitely going to happen. No, in all seriousness, there are a number of drivers who are in trouble. Let's start with Joe Gibbs Racing. And I imagine you just have to start with Denny Hamlin in this scenario. And this is a bit of a shock, right? This is a driver I did not expect to be 20 points out of the cut line right now going into Richmond. The positive fact of this is he's great at Richmond. Short tracks are his thing. That's what he is known for. He's led 269 laps here. He's never, had, never finished outside sixth place in the last six races. He is great at short tracks, but the question of the 11 team comes down to, are we going to get the 11 team that was at Indianapolis, which was going to win that race and leading laps, or are we going to get the 11 team we saw at Vegas, which looked a little bit lost, they didn't have the speed, and they weren't executing. So that's the question for me about this 11 team. If we have the 11 team that was at, at Indianapolis, I expect great things out of Danny Hammond. If we have the 11 team that was at Vegas, I'm really worried, and now they are going into the Roval with a lot of pressure. Eric Jones was involved with an incident um, in, with Kevin Harvick over the past weekend. However, he didn't have the playoff points cushion that Kevin Harvick had, so he now is in rough shape as well. And it was really unfortunate. He had so much speed throughout that entire weekend. He looked great in this 20 car, entering his first playoff. So much enthusiasm out of this 20 team. 
And the, the stats are not great for him, right? Because he only has three starts here. But remember last year, he came into this race when it was the end of this regular season finale, having to maybe make the playoffs. And he had a great run going. He was running the top five. He was very fast. He had a missed shift on a restart, ended up finishing sixth. But that speed he showed last year gives me a lot of confidence that this 20 car can kind of do what they did at Vegas, have speed in practice, have speed in qualifying. And if they can put the whole race together, I think he can do a lot of damage to that 19-point deficit, which is a positive thing for this Let's talk about Hendrick Motorsports now. They made a ton of headlines coming out of the weekend. Let's begin with Chase Elliott. Assess his situation heading into the weekend. Right. So another car I did not expect to be nine points out of the cut line right now. And I think the reason being is that this is probably the fastest Hendrick Motorsports car we've seen all season. We all know that. They had a good speed at Vegas. Things looked very positive. I just feel like this is a race that, unfortunately, things went wrong, right? He was involved in a wreck, and that's not something you can always control. I think the positive thing for this nine car, though, is they finished second here in the spring, and the speed we saw out of the entire Hendrick Motorsports camp at Vegas, that gives me a lot of optimism for this nine car to know that they probably don't feel a lot of pressure, although being that they're the fastest Hendrick car, you've got to think there's a hint of pressure to find a way to advance, to take or alleviate some of the pressure going to the Roval because they want to lead that Hendrick Motorsports banner like they have been all year. Of course, Alex Bowman, a part of that. So you think what we saw at Las Vegas, the speed from Hendrick is not a fluke, in fact. I mean, it was surprising to some of us when we saw Alex Bowman and Jimmy Johnson show up with some of the speed that they did. But do you think that this is something that really is going to continue? Well, I don't think it was a fluke. And this driver right here kind of you know, convinced me in so many ways it wasn't. He had a great run going at Vegas. I guess they showed a tremendous amount of speed. You know, in comparison to his teammate Chase Elliott, I don't feel that he has the same level of pressure on him because this is his first playoff appearance. This is his first full season for Hendrick Motorsports, just making the playoffs. Being a Hendrick Motorsports driver was a win for Alex Bowman. We expect a lot more out of him next season. But with the speed they showed at Vegas, I think this race team starts to get a little bit of optimism. They get a little bit of confidence thinking, wait a second, if we could pull that off, we can do that often. And being six points above the cut line, they just need a solid day at Richmond. He didn't have that in the spring. He finished 18th. I know this isn't one of his favorite racetracks, but I think we can really take some optimism out of Vegas. And juxtaposed with the driver in Jimmy Johnson, who everybody expects results from all the time, no matter whether the speed <laughs> yes. is there or We've not. We've all been looking for it all year. <laughs> right. Uh, and, you know, the funny thing was I spoke to Jimmy and Chad Knaus before the race at Vegas. And to say there wasn't optimism amongst that camp would have been an understatement, I think, in so many respects. They'd, they weren't expecting a lot out of Vegas. But then something crazy happened. They got in the race, and they did what I've seen this 48 team do so many times. Backs against the wall. They had an incredible amount of speed. They were a very fast race car, and I think this is a car that if Brad Keselowski could have won that race, the 48 absolutely could have won Vegas. And I believe, in speaking to Jimmy afterwards, the speed they showed almost kind of shocked them and gave them an incredible amount of optimism because if this 48 team has speed in the playoffs – Oh, my God. There's no telling what could happen on this team. There's no telling what they can do. Richmond has been a good track to him. It hasn't, he hasn't won there since 2008. But I just think if they have a solid day at Richmond, going to the Roval with Jimmy Johnson, knowing his road course promise, he will rise to the occasion. Yeah, he told us before the playoffs began that the Roval would actually be his best chance in the I round of 16. So. And that might be the case. Before he did head to Richmond, Johnson was at Charlotte Motor Speedway earlier today for a really important event. For the fifth year, the Speedway hosted the Paint Pitwall Pink event to honor all who have been impacted by breast cancer. Johnson, several other drivers, plus longtime NFL running back D'Angelo Williams joined survivors and their families as they turned the pit road wall pink in support 
support of breast cancer awareness. It's a great initiative and a great day. One of Jimmy's former teammates, Taylor Hart Jr., is going to be busy. He's our teammate now. He is back in the driver's seat tomorrow night at Richmond, racing the, the, the in the Xfinity series. Say that three times fast. I know. While also serving as our in-car analyst during our coverage. So that'll be a lot of fun. The race, one of many things that he's going to discuss in tonight's edition of the Dale Jr. Download. That is coming up at 530 Eastern just as soon as we wrap up here on NBCSN. So don't go anywhere. We've got a full hour for you. What will be the keys to success under the lights at Richmond? Next on NASCAR America, we will find out from Parker as he hops into the simulator for some quick laps around the action track. Stay with us. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. The NASCAR playoffs are heading to Richmond. Short track chaos this weekend could shake things up for a number of playoff drivers. The Cup Series hitting the track Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern right here on NBCSN. Earlier today, NASCAR announced an important leadership change. Steve Phelps will take over as NASCAR president on October 1st. Phelps is replacing Brent Dewar, who will remain with NASCAR through the end of this season before moving to a senior advisory role in 2019. Meantime, Parker has moved over to the NBCSN iRacing Simulator to preview this weekend's Cup Series race. Parker, the laps fly by at Richmond, don't they? They do, Carolyn. Sometimes too quick for me because I've qualified at the back of this pack, which is my normal starting position at Richmond. Never really been able to find the speed at this racetrack at times. We're coming to a restart. I'm all in the back on the bottom lane here. It's very easy to spin the tires at this racetrack. For whatever reason, you're kind of on a bank surface there as you try to get the power down. We're here on the bottom, which is where you're going to want to be on new tires. It's easy to get the throttle down. The car's got a ton of grip. You're going to go off into turn three. You're going to slam the brake, as you can see on some of the telemetry there. You're going to roll a ton of speed to the middle. You're going to get into the throttle very early in this corner. But as the run goes on, that will not be the case at this racetrack. It is very abrasive on the tires. You're going to have to start searching for grip. I've had a crew chief actually tell me, pretend like there's an eggshell underneath that gas pedal because that's how little you want to be pressing that gas pedal at points of the run as you try to get speed off the corner. And it just becomes a place where you're even searching for grip in normal spots. You think, oh, if I just move up a little higher, there'll be more grip there. But it's just not the case. The tires wear so much, sometimes the only thing you can do is just slow down, which is such a frustrating thing for a race car driver and maybe why I've never been that great at this place. But as you run side by side, this will happen a lot of times. You will end up side by side with a car that's able to make speed in the bottom. You're making just enough speed up top and you'll be frustrated because you just can't seem to pass them. And then the worst part is sometimes you try to put a little bit too much throttle down. Oh, you get in the wall or spin the rears and you end up wrecked. That is not one you, what you want to do if you're one of those drivers with a lot of playoff pressure on them, Kellen. <laughs> Definitely not, but we might see some of that this weekend, Parker. Thank you. After Friday's Xfinity Series race here on NBCSN, it is the premiere of NASCAR Decades, the 90s. It's hosted by our own Jeff Burton. Dale Earnhardt Sr. won the Daytona 500 back in 1998, but that victory came after lots of heartache. NASCAR's most important driver struggled to conquer NASCAR's most important race. Here comes Dirk Coke down on the inside. Earnhardt has Earnhardt. He has hit a seagull in a critical part of that car. Down the back straightaway. Up and over number three. And for the 19th time, Lady Luck feels a bad hand. So many weird things that kept him from winning. He lost it every way you could lose it. 
he'd won the you know Daytona 497.5 a lot of times. I ain't never won the Daytona 500. Hey, you still ain't. It's the Daytona 500. I ain't supposed to win the damn thing. More where that came from tomorrow night following the Xfinity race. Meanwhile, around the world, Roger Penske and his organization have set the standard in motorsports. Now they have achieved perhaps their greatest accomplishment yet. A look back at Team Penske's journey to 500 wins next on NASCAR America. is football night of course Tom Brady and the New England Patriots take on Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions football night in America 7 Eastern kickoff now at 820 that is Sunday that is only on NBC and the game is at Ford Field in Detroit which is appropriate this week because Ford has been in victory lane in the last five Monster Energy Cup Series races Brad Kozlowski's win in Sunday's playoff opener at Las Vegas was more than just his third straight win it marked a major milestone for team owner Roger Penske, an achievement decades in the making, commemorated in this video produced by Team Penske and voiced by our own Mike Tirico. Racing, it's a calling, a need to compete and push beyond perceived limits. It's technical, physical, mental. But winning, winning exists on a higher plane. It's the goal, it's the reward, it makes all the struggles worthwhile. Winning earns respect and admiration. It signifies on a given day, you were the best. Winning just a single race is hard, but to win so frequently that it becomes a tradition, well, that requires effort, execution, and sometimes a little luck. Because of that constant pursuit that is embodied by effort equals results, Team Penske has now won 500 times. That's what we're here for, is to win races. That's the only measure of success. Checkered flag, power and Penske win it. There it is, the checker. The off-road star from California has done it. Good job. He had a full lap lead on his nearest competitor.
100th win, and Brad Keselowski did it for the captain tonight. Brad Keselowski gets that organization's 500th win. That I have the nicest car, the best car, and the best team, and damn sure the best car owner in the business. Nearly 100 drivers, 50 different winners, an unprecedented number of crew members, over half a century of competition in countless motorsports disciplines. Combined, their efforts mark an achievement unmatched in motor racing history. 500 checkered flags, 500 trophies, 500 victories. One name was behind it all, Penske. That piece just perfectly illustrates the full breadth of their accomplishments across all of motorsports. They are the gold standard, something that you know well because you've driven for the Penske organization, one of many people who have contributed to all that they've accomplished. Yeah, no, I was there uh, back in, I first walked through those doors in the end of 2008, and I remember getting my first, at the time, it was Penske Racing t-shirt, and I couldn't believe that I was at this organization, an organization I'd watched as a kid win so many races. And, you know, when I think about what Team Penske has done, no team in American auto racing has had such an impact across so many different forms of auto racing. That's what's incredible is how many different disciplines they have been successful in and how many different disciplines that you would just think if you hear the name Penske, it's synonymous with winning. That is what this race team has always stood for as being basically the bar, the benchmark of what you want to achieve as a race team. And I have always said as a joke basically is if you were ever starting a race team, you should ask yourself one thing. WWRPD, what would Roger Penske do? Because if you think of any other way to do it, then you're probably doing it wrong because they have always been the team is the benchmark and synonymous with winning. Why do you think he has been able to have the, the success that he has had across so many different platforms? You know, I think a lot of it comes from, one is that Roger is such a great leader. And I think it instills a, a mantra throughout the team. You hear effort equals results all the time. And I don't care if it's the NASCAR team, the IndyCar team, the sports car team, the V8 Supercars team. They all know that saying, effort equals results. And it's it's really, a lot of times he talks about how they take many of the lessons from business and correlate it to the race team. They take many of the lessons from racing and correlate it to their businesses. And that's because it's just a simply, it runs in their DNA. He says all the time, we're in the people business, right? Racing is the people business. And they make sure sure that everyone who is a part of that organization from the top to the bottom has bought into the fact of that this winning is part of the DNA and being able to be essentially perfect all the time is part of the DNA of Penske. It's just so funny that Brad Kozlowski has admitted over the last couple weeks that he hasn't had the best car and yet he has found himself to be the chink in the big three's armor and also the driver that had the ability to, to deliver that milestone yeah. win and he is racking up a list of accomplishments um, himself with that organization that is just remarkable. Team Penske has has been called the New York Yankees of motorsports to Parker's point and now a member of the Yankee dynasty will actually compete against them in the IndyCar series. George Michael Steinbrenner IV has teamed up with Mike Harding to form Harding Steinbrenner Racing. Pato Award and Colton Herta are going to race for the team next season. Yesterday Steinbrenner and IndyCar legend Alan Sir Jr. discussed the announcement. Of course it, it still hasn't sunk in and likely won't until until we get to uh, St. Pete in March. So for, for us, it's, um, the goal was just to make it to IndyCar with Colton and to, to have partnered with Mike Harding and Harding Racing and to bring Pato Award on as well. It was just a, a lot of icing on an already pretty cool cake. Today has really been a big day for, for not just uh, Harding Racing, but also IndyCar as a whole, having the, the Steinbrenner 
family come join. Uh, IndyCar racing is just, it's just huge. So Harding Steinbrenner gearing up for a big 2019 season. So are we, by the way. NBC yep. Sports, your exclusive home for the IndyCar Series in 2019, including the 103rd running of the Indianapolis 500. We cannot wait for that. Also, don't forget, right after we wrap up here, it's just a couple minutes away now, brand new episode of the Dale Jr. Download. Stay with us for that at 530. We'll be back with more NASCAR America right after this. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. So you know that the NASCAR playoffs are heading to Richmond, but did you know that they're heading to a new look Richmond Raceway? The track's new infield, redeveloped at a cost of $30 million, is going to be open this weekend. Fans getting to visit new Cup Series garages. They will also get to visit a wall of honor that pays tribute to Virginia's rich history in racing. Lots of work that's been done there. I can't wait to see what it looks like, Parker. Looks great. It's going to be awesome for the fans, the whole experience. You're going to be able to go in the garage and see the teams working on the cars. Really cool, the initiative that Richmond Racing is Yeah, we can't wait. If you can't be there, you can see everything right here on NBCSN. Tomorrow's coverage featuring the playoff opener for the Xfinity Series at 7 Eastern. As we mentioned, Dale Earnhardt Jr. will be in that race. Then Saturday night, also at 7 Eastern, the round of 16 continuing for the Cup Series. We have a very busy week ahead for you here on NBCSN into the weekend. It's going to be great. Let's talk about our fantasy picks. I will give you the mic first. Oh. Who are you choosing heading into the weekend? Well, for most of my playoff picks, I have basically no imagination. So I ended up with Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., and obviously Kevin Harvick in the garage. And the reason I picked those first two, though, Kyle Busch and Martin Truex Jr., one, Kyle Busch obviously was great here in the spring, came from the back to win that race. But Martin Truex Jr. has been great at short tracks. He doesn't have that win, but this could be the weekend. I see it happening for him. Then I've got Jay McMurray and Ryan Newman be my non-playoff drivers. Jay McMurray specifically because that team, or at least Ganassi, tested here a couple weeks ago. They found a little something at Richmond that made them very happy about those race cars, so I was happy about that. Continuing off that Ganassi theme, I have Kyle Larson winning the pole because of those things they found at that test. Stage one winner, Kyle Busch. Stage two winner, Martin Truex Jr. I'm going with him to win the race. I hedged my bet with Ford there. Yeah. In case Martin Truex Jr. doesn't win it, then I could see maybe someone like Kevin Harvick getting in victory lane or in our Penske car, which would be a Ford. I normally do a manufacturer hedge. Yeah, you, know, you got it. easy Come thing on. to do it's is just point, pick you know. a different manufacturer. It's 10 points. I like that you've got Jamie McMurray in there. By the way, in case you're not aware, so you pick two playoff drivers, you pick two yep. non-playoff drivers, and then the driver that's in your garage can be a playoff driver. I should have listened to Dan Beaver from Roto World because the oh. Beave has exactly what you said, that Jamie McMurray should be in that starting lineup, and he put Denny Hamlin in the garage. I don't know why I decided to put William Byron in my lineup um, and Chase <laughs> Elliott in my garage. I still have a couple of days to think about it. You have it. a lot of things yeah. to explain here. I got, well, you I got know a little what? bit of time. I agree. The Beave actually made me think of the fact of maybe putting Denny Hamlin in my lineup, and for some reason I didn't. So I don't know. Both of us. No, he has great advice. We just didn't listen. Do you think he knows we call him a beef? Do you think Some, he's cool I just, with it? Now he does. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So go to Roto World because the beef's got great he's stuff got great on there stuff. all great the info. time. I'm going to do a little bit of tinkering. That is all for NASCAR American Now. Big, big weekend begins tomorrow. Practices, qualifying. Dale Jr. in the Xfinity race tomorrow night. But stay put because the Dale Jr. download starts right now. We will see you all weekend long. Enjoy. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. 
Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.